When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Well, welcome to the most fun a person can have on a dull, boring Saturday afternoon. Well, okay, or the most valuable hour a person can spend on a Saturday afternoon. We're going to talk about money here on Talking Real Money and try to also have a reasonably good time while we're doing it. Otherwise, it would just be talking about money, which can be really, really boring. Uh, I'm Don. Tom's over there. Our phone number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And uh, we, we, we would love to spend a little time talking with you about your financial issues, about how you spend money, save money, invest money, the people who help you do it, whether they're good or not, whether the stuff you're doing is good for you or not, how your future might look, should you do things differently or should you do things the way you're doing them, whatever it is, we want to talk with you about it. 855-935-8255. And we know that you want it super simple. And we agree it should be relatively simple, but not this simple. For some reason. Yeah, I hate these stories it just drives me crazy. Yeah. So okay, go ahead. What's the story? What's the story? The headline. The headline. You'll have you'll have this much money in ten years if you lock in five point six percent a year now. Lock in five percent. Okay. Five point six for how many years? Are five point six. Yes. No, but for how ten many ten years? You can't get five point six safe for ten years. I. And I love you. This is from an article from Investors Business Daily, which I do not think you should. I read. hate Plunk down Business just $10,000 on a one year CD. It says in the article, one year CD yielding 5.6. Right. The national average, which it looks a little high to me, is the national average. You'll be sitting, then the rest of the paragraph, you'll be sitting on $17,244 in just 10 years. Wait. It's a one-year CD. Wait. Yeah, because next year How do you, get you have to renew it at whatever the going rate is then. Yeah. And by the way, well, the, and the expectation. Five years is getting no, what? Well, no, I found a 10-year. I found the only 10-year CD I can find. Oh, what? It's from, yeah, Dis- how much? from Discover how Bank. Much? No, actually, I found two. One yeah. from VO Bank and one from Discover Bank. Discover Bank is being very, very generous with their 10-year CD compared to VO. VO is paying 2.75 for 10 years. <laughs> Isn't that about half the 5.6? Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, about you, that. Yeah, if about you go right, to Discover Bank, yeah. you can yeah. lock in a 3.8. How much? 3.8%. Wow. The which is considerably more than the two point. But, 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 come but. On. this is the kind of stuff that makes people make bad decisions. Right, right. Because it, all they see is I'm going to make this much money in 10 years. That's all you see. You don't the rest of it doesn't matter. And the expectation what the what that 10 year CD at two point seven five or even at three point eight is telling. Oh, and by, oh, wait, I found one from Comerica Bank. Point two. 
for 10 years. Point point two. two. But you get your money back, right? You do get the money back. Right. right? You get the money back. So what do you think the expectation is then from these banks? You can read between the lines here. It's really, I mean, those are big lines. Even even if you've got serious vision issues, you can see between these lines. You can hear between these lines. They expect rates will drop in the future, or they would be paying you higher rates for longer maturities, period. That's exactly right. And here's the other part of this article is that what the author is insinuating is that many of you are and should be moving from stocks, which are volatile, to uh, CDs, because you can guarantee 5% a year for 10 years, which you most certainly cannot i mean so just it's, it's so misleading a cd should never be mistaken yeah for a for a stock i mean and in the article itself it says quoting the website ifa.com the s&p 500 has returned 10 percent annually on average since 1928 it says it right there wait There's they actually quoted than mark hebner in the article his his calculator they online did. yes they did yeah. and, yeah. and so okay That's so right. yeah. you could mm-hmm. have over uh the last hundred years or so made about 10 percent per year or you could have if you were in cds or bonds made probably on average less than half that well that's the risk part tom and don are talking real money do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high-pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, all you guys who dropped off, be patient for a sec. Give us a call. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. We've got the whole rest of the hour. Just call. Hang on for a minute. We'll get to you. Because we got to finish our thought. And to finish our thought, by the way, on, on this bad advice. One, one, that Investors Business Daily is telling people are implying that based on today's CD rates, you can you can uh, bet on that going forward. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. It's Investors Business Daily. I've always thought they were one of the worst. I mean, the the word investor in that is such a misnomer because it really should be speculators, not even business speculators Insiders. and gamblers daily. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. Yeah, the, the second part of this is the fact that, again, they're sort of, I, I like your word, implying. 
They're suggesting that if your money's in stocks and you're tired of seeing volatility, it goes up, it goes down, it goes down and all that, and it makes me nervous. And I hate looking at the price every day, which had somebody in the other day was like, I just hate looking at the end of the day. Quit looking Quit at the look- end of the day. Wait, if you hate you looking, much stop looking. I know. Uh, Do you know how much your house is worth at the end of every day? I don't oh, know how much my house no, is worth. I don't I, measure that dude, every moment. You didn't get the digital updating <laughs> sign that you oh, slap I, on I, the I front of your something. house and it like changes <laughs> every minute. Blank. Yeah. Serving another million. Okay, so that's that's one thing. But here's the bigger picture. You should not be moving money. You should already have what we call an asset allocation. How much in riskier things like stocks? How much in less risky things like bonds? And even less risky like CDs? That should be set. There shouldn't be this like, whoa, now I can make 5% on a... And it's one year. It's not three years, not five years. It's not 10 years. One year CD, make take money out of my stock portfolio and putting it in that. That's called market timing. That is a bad strategy and it makes no sense. So please don't do not follow this advice. This is poor advice and will lead you to some very bad assumptions about how much you can giving these numbers out too. here's how much you have in 10 years. That's outrageous because you cannot sign up for that. That's like telling you. Well, you can make 10% a year on stocks. I can't give you that. That's something that already happened. It had, who knows, moving but, forward. But we don't the, know. But the thing is, is that it, it goes back to we, something we talked about last week and the week, but weeks, weeks pass. The, the financial news media is desperate for a story that will grab people's attention. And if you can tell your readers, viewers, listeners that there is a magical way to Over 10 years, um, almost double your money without taking any risk. That's right. They're going to be very, very attracted to that. And uh, so it just goes to this this media obsession with with saying whatever it takes to get eyeballs. And what we're going to try and do is when they say it, we're going to point it out to you that this is not the reality. I know a lot of folks would like us to say, well, Don, Tom, what's going to happen to the market? What should I do now based on this and based on this expectation? We're going to be one of the, two, two of the few people in the country who are going to tell you the Who's truth. The you and me. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm going to be <laughs> one. Of them. I see. Okay. You're okay, going to be the it. other one. I thought you were bringing somebody else into the tent. No, that okay, would make fine. three of us. Three in the tent. Awkward. Yeah, it would yeah, be too strange. crowded. Uh, that we're yeah. we're going to tell you the dull, boring, and it is dull and boring, but it's the truth, and you can, you can handle the truth. I trust that you can handle. And the truth. by the way, here's another part of the truth that you may have not have considered that I did like reading from the Wall Street Journal, and that is, if you are moving money into CDs or money market, and you're making. Five percent. Don't forget that interest will be interest income, and guess what? You'll be paying tax on that. Well, you pay tax at on regular income. Tax I was going to say you're going to pay tax on ah, almost yeah. anything, but mm. if it's capital gains in the stock market, and they defer. By the way, we forget Correct. about this part. When you own a stock fund, uh, not a stock fund, a stock ETF, most yep. of your gains defer until you sell the ETF. And only then right. will you pay capital gains on it. And then, depending on what your income bracket is, you will pay, generally speaking, quite a bit less 
than 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 a high than most of the high income brackets. They didn't mention that in the you will make five per six percent a year for the next ten years, which you will. I'm going to just go out and say it. It's very 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 unlikely that interest rates would remain at that. It's possible. But it's you can't buy that today. I'll put it that way. Well, you can't guarantee it, and that's the implication that this is somehow a guaranteed deal. Good point. Uh, Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. And uh, let's grab this call that came in from the phone number online. If I can make it work properly. Hey, Sean, do it. Don, I appreciate your show. I listen to it every day. <clears throat> I have a question about my uh, asset allocation in Merrill Lynch. I've got uh, BlackRock Global Allocation Fund, MDLOX. I have MFS Growth Fund, MFEGX. And I have MFS Research Fund, MFREX. Currently, I have 44% in MDLOX, 31% in MFEGX, and 24.89% in MFREX. I'd like to have your opinion on this allocation. Thank you so much. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. Well, I looked up MFEGX. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't like it. It's uh, no. It's got a commission on it. It's very expensive. It's actively managed. And just the description to provide long-term growth of capital. I mean, well, that's what every that's so nineteen ninety-five. I mean, that's a, yeah. Really and, and, and here's the thing: heard. is that these are so, all A shares, so they yep. you paid commissions on all of them, every single one of them. They do like their their uh, their their symbols that start with an M, though, don't they? Even though they're different companies, the BlackRock Global Allocation, which is your big one, is a globally diversified portfolio charging a ridiculously high now get, get this they charged a commission how much uh wait i got i don't have the commission up here on my screen let me pull that up but you got the expense they ratio? charged a commission of 5.25 percent okay wow wait what do they charge every year 80 base point eight. Oh, you 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 are not even close 1.07 you weren't even in the ballpark. Now, okay, so just taking that apart for yeah. one tenth of that cost, you can get pretty close to the same portfolio. And given that this portfolio looks a whole lot like a large cap growth portfolio, I, yeah, uh, you you can many get, are out there. The the saving of those fees is going to make a huge difference. I don't think you're getting very good advice. Tom doesn't think you're getting very good advice. We certainly don't think your portfolio is well diversified, properly diversified, or um, has reasonable costs associated with it. Heck, you could hire a fee-only advisor and get your funds for about the same or less. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Uh, and I, I went and looked a little deeper at the BlackRock Global Allocation, Class A, Midlox, M-D-L-O-X. Uh, Year-to-date, it's returned 4.5% versus the Global Allocation Index that Morningstar uses at 7.16%. It's also underperformed over 15 years 
by uh, 80 basis points every year on average over 15 years. That sounds a lot like how much they're charging over it does, the does It does, doesn't it? Does. Yeah. It does. Fees matter, number, folks. Yeah. Mm, yeah, Plus, really it's not cool. a very good portfolio, really. I mean, it's mm, uh, it's mm. there's nothing special, and they're getting a lot of money for it. So, you know, no. call us before you get into these things. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And again, we're inviting Dan, Dave, and Charles back. Uh, if they can hold on for just a minute. Sometimes we have to take Complete a Complete amnesty, too. We will not, uh, we won't make you pay in any way. We'll just come back on the show. We, we may taunt you, right? but it'll be nice. It'll be, <laughs> it, it'll be good natured taunting. You're all guys. The, come on. The, we taunt each other. In the interim. Don't we? <laughs> in the interim. Yeah. We got uh, Johnny, Johnny from Bassett, Virginia. Uh, he says he'd like to hear a discussion on bond duration. What would you consider a high duration? The Vanguard Total Bond Fund has a duration of six and a half years. That seems high to me. Your thoughts? I'm assuming that, Johnny's talking about BND, BND or VBTLX. Yeah, or VBTLX. Um, that is actually um, well, relatively intermediate, given that long-term bonds yeah. uh, have maturities as long as 30 years. So it's Which we do not recommend, It's at the, the shorter end of the spectrum um but it really depends on on your comfort for volatility because when it comes to bonds the volatility is pretty directly related to that maturity or that duration but it's a trade-off if you get a shorter duration in a normal market so let's talk yeah about what's more, that more normal mark well normal mark with a normal yield curve where short-term bonds okay. yield less than long-term but even bonds. then you get past about nine or ten years you're you're, you're right not that's getting what i'm saying return for the volatility you're, you're not accepting. you're not you're not so six yeah you know i don't disagree that six when you're talking no. short intermediate is a little on the long side um a, but overall uh, that's okay but well it just if if you go for a shorter maturity long term, you should expect overall a lower yield in a normal condition. Dave is back, by the way, and he is hopping mad for you picking on him. It's what you get if you're not there. <laughs> uh, uh, so anyway, uh, we'd like to have a little shorter maturity generally for, for reducing volatility. But we found that anything, a duration between that five and maybe even seven is uh tends to be relatively stable and has tended to be past tense 855-935 talk yeah i know i was gonna dave? make him wait but i'm not dave's not here dave welcome to the show i'm here, I'm he's, here. here. he's here hey dave what's hey, sorry. up sorry i had to go to home depot and i got cut off so my oh fault. Um, yeah. but uh quick question and a quick answer maybe did you get the answer uh you get that uh, answered regarding the step up in basis. We did. It's for community yeah. property. Community property state, you get the full. Amount. Yeah, and Washington's a community property state, so you get the full amount. Correct. And if it's joint tenancy, then you get half. Right. Okay. Good. Yep. And just a general one. I went to Schwab. I'm real conservative. Seventy-one. Have maybe a million in real estate and a million and a half in other stuff. Almost all CDs. I got enough to live on, I think. But the Schwab guy is telling me. I should put 30% of the stocks. Am I stupid just keeping it all in CDs, even though I can live on that? I don't want to lose anything. Ah, he raises a great <laughs> point. How much risk do you need to take, Tom? He says none. Uh, I don't he need says to take none. Any risk. Right, He's so got, he doesn't need any. So, 
Now, let me ask you yeah. a question though. Your CDs are they? Are you picking your maturities or are you building a ladder? Well, it's a semi ladder. I've kind of picked one to don't three pick. months. I should go longer term, but yeah, I'm not really don't pick. Well. Build a five year ladder, and then whenever the the CD matures, immediately invest it in the longest maturity, five years. Tom and Don are talking real money. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hey there. Hi there. Welcome back to the show. I'm Don. That's Tom. <laughs> we want to talk a little bit more about the question. This question, it comes up a lot. Uh, how much risk do you need to take versus how much risk should you take versus how much risk do you want to take? You know, it's a very difficult question to answer accurately. And this, it, it's at the crux of the matter because it, at the end of the day, that what you, how you invest that money, the, the stocks versus bonds versus cash, generally will determine how much you make. Generally, not all. You might have bought Nvidia at the beginning of the year and watched a rocket. There may be some anomalies there, but in a general sense. So, so when Dave says, "Look, I've got one million dollars," I think he said about a million in maybe it was a million in real estate, a million and a half liquid. Okay. And I got it all in CDs because I got enough. That's that's fair. That's I'm never in the business of trying to convince people to take more risk. And when you say risk, what you're really talking about is volatility, how much exactly. things go up Thank and down. Thank you for making that clear. We're not talking about the total loss if you're diversifying. Correct. And so the question then is, if you just say, I, don't, I never want to get up in the morning and see my account is worth less than it was the day before. I don't think you should be in stocks because that will happen, right? Even if you only put 30%, as his guy in Schwab is recommending, you could see your portfolio go down by 10, 15%. I mean, it could happen. I mean, in a dramatic downturn. 10-ish, yeah, 10-ish. Possibility. Overall. 10-ish. So, and you're going to say, well, wait, I don't want to see my million dollars only be 900,000 so or less than. So, in other words, then you shouldn't do it. And this is why we have for many years offered free the risk quiz. Now, the risk quiz gives you some idea who you are around money, because I don't think anybody truly knows, Don, until they start with a million and they wake up with 800,000. Right. They say, I never wanted that. That was a bad idea. Then you know who you really are around money. But that's why I like the risk quiz. You can take that at TalkingRealMoney.com. Costs nothing. And I think you learn something about yourself there. But in a general sense, I do not take tell people to take risk. They do not need to take. It doesn't make sense to me. Our phone number is 855-935-TALK, uh, and we're still waiting for Dan and Charles to come back uh, because they ditched us. Big trouble, they man. Di- they ding-dong ditched us. <laughs> they kind of. Ran off. In a way. Uh, 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. But some people call us, and then they just leave their question like this. Hi, Tom and Don. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Hi, my name is Tom from Maryland. I'm a 56-year-old male um, and have a net worth of about $3.5 million. Most of my money I've been um, managing myself. I should say all of my money I've been managing myself. And I've had Charles Schwab since I was 16 years old. Charles Schwab just started offering recently a new service um, for those with high net worth. Um, one being the Charles Private Client Services and the, Char- the Charles Schwab Private Wealth Services Program. I would like to get your take on those programs. Um, having 
been managing my money for quite a long time. I'm still comfortable with if I wanted to get your take on this new service offers offered by Charles Schwab and their high net worth clients. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the, yeah, it's it's just a kind of, it's a variation on the same old theme. It's, it's come just on, a, just they manage kind of, money. There, there's there's yeah. nothing mm. really special or new. I yeah, I think you get a. Is this the new Coke? Is that what this yeah. is? This is the new Coke. You right? get some okay. benefits yeah. like a discount on mortgage rates or something, uh, but otherwise it's uh, it's pretty typical private wealth management, like most good fee only fiduciary advisors will offer. And there, there's it should include planning, right? Yeah, Hopefully. it does include planning, planning and yeah. rebalancing, yeah. and you know, looking at your needs in the future. And uh, it does, it's miss. It, you're not going to get tax advice. You're not going to get estate advice, but that's typical. And the fees are very traditional, uh, in line with everybody, including us. I mean, that the first million with Schwab is eighty basis points, eight. Tenths of eight? One, eight tenths yeah. of one percent. Okay. Then uh, at a million, it drops to a whopping 0.75. How much? 0.75. Whoa. And then at the uh, for the, there. For the at two, it drops for the next three million to 0. 0.7. That's and silly. So, That's silly. Well, but it's not it's not a very big drop. I mean, we drop at a million from one to 0. 0.5, which strangely enough actually makes our fee, our advisory fee, on three million identical. It's like identical, Point, both at 0.75. Uh, but no, their services are fine. Schwab is a good company. They uh, yeah. they provide decent services. You're not going to get anything incredibly special, except you will get a fiduciary, and that is nice. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do me a favor. Grab your latest investment statements if you know where they are. How many do you have? A lot? How many different investments are in each statement? A bunch? Do you own individual stocks, bonds, sector funds, and stuff you don't understand? Yeah, I thought so. I'm Don McDonald, and I'm pretty sure you have a case of hodgepodgeitis. But don't worry, it's not terminal and can be cured. But it takes three things. A bit of time, some fiduciary guidance, and a plan. There's a problem, though. Most financial advisors can't or won't provide any of those. That's where we come in. Tom and I will provide you the help you need to overcome hodgepodgeitis in a free, no-obligation meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. So, scan or take a picture of all those pages you gathered, then go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on Meet an Advisor, and set up a free appointment online or by phone when it's convenient for you. Let us sort through the mess and help you get started on a better, simpler future plan. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Well, you know, I'm I'm having the uh, the success of that high sparrow or whatever she was in Game of Thrones when she shamed yeah, Cersei. Yeah, exactly. Shame, shame. I shamed two shame, out of three yeah, callers yeah. into coming back yeah, uh, to eight five five nine three five talk. By the way, do you know? Did you did you ever watch Ted Lasso? I think I watched the first three or four. Okay. not the entire. The tall, season, tall blonde woman, Rebecca. Yes, the owner of the she, club. She played the woman shaming Cersei, the very tall religious oh, woman. Okay. Yeah, in that in Game oh, of Thrones. Mm. That was her. Glad anyway, I see the things you'll learn here. Uh Dan, thanks for being shamed into returning to talking real money. <laughs> I wasn't shamed. I have a couple of questions. One, how do you how does a fiduciary financial agent get paid and what's a reasonable amount? And then I have my pension plan with Charles Schaub, and sometimes they ask, call me and ask me if they want to manage my money. I don't know 
where they come from. Well, that's kind of what we just talked about. Uh, I mean, they have private wealth management services. They have investment advisory services um, and uh, a fee-only investment advisor. You've probably seen those commercials for Ken Fisher that says, you know, yeah. we, we... You make more, we make we more. We make more. Yeah, yeah well, because most, most fee-only advisors, fiduciary fee-only advisors, charge a percentage of your assets... That to, they manage. That they manage. The ones that are under their management, not other assets that you own, just those that are under the, the management of the firm. And those fees can be as high. I have seen them as high as almost 3%. Now, that oh. those have come down with a few firms. I mean, we just looked at one today that was, that was 2%. Um, Crazy. We think our firm charges 1% on the first million dollars. Uh, mm-hmm. We think that one or less is good and we break we go way down when you get to the second million because a lot of people don't like we were talking about charles schwab drops fractionally from a million to two million we drop by a full half a percent half because it's just not that much harder to run the next million most of the work we do for our clients is in that first million dollars there is some additional stuff that comes with high net worth. So your fees should, if, if you're under a million dollars, they shouldn't be much higher than 1%. They shouldn't be much higher all in with the cost of the mutual funds and other things that ETFs you use. They all in, they should not be higher than 1.5, hopefully less. Uh, and if you're at 2 million, then they should be commensurately lower. Does that answer your question? Yeah, I think it, it does. But let me ask you a question. I'm sorry? Yes. Go ahead. Well, my question to you is, I mean, the first to me, rather than asking that question, would be, what help do I need? Right. True. Some people don't need advisors. Right. Some people say, well, I get my Social Security, I got a pension, I got a little money that's in an index fund, and I get all of my life. Okay. Don't think you need a a financial advisor, planner, et cetera. It tends to be higher net worth. I talk to and I say... No, not always, because a lot be. of people don't know. They just they don't understand, you know, how investing works. They don't know the differences between a lot of securities, and they're just like, I don't want to mess this up, so I'm hiring somebody to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need somebody in that case. I see that a lot, by the way. Well, then they take that one and a half percent each year from the, the assets at that time. Correct, sir. Yeah, the mutual funds or the ETFs take it out of. Uh, their assets that they have, and then the uh, the advisory firm takes it out uh, usually on a quarterly basis. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, quarterly. Okay. Well, basically, I've been I've been mainly in index funds, and they've done quite well. And I'm probably fifty five, forty five, a little bit more on stocks right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm doing pretty good, other than last year when uh, everything went down, both the bonds and the stocks. But it's coming back. So I thank you for your time. Okay, well, good luck, and and you Sound may be one of those educated. people who exactly yeah, yeah. who you, you yeah, have the right yeah. attitude. You didn't panic when everything was down. Yeah. That means that you have the ability the uh, to to manage your own. There may come a point in your life, and we've seen this with some people who were great managers Just of their own portfolios for yep. years mm-hmm. and years and years, and then they get to a point in life where they're going. You know, it's getting really complicated. I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with withdrawals from IRAs and 401ks and you know RMDs and estate issues, and then they hire an advisor. So it's personal. It depends on the person. And Dan, thanks for coming no. back. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank right, you, Dan, yeah. for for being admonished publicly. Uh, I mean, here's the <laughs> so nothing like that. No, I mean, it, 
we I, here's a couple of instances very interesting uh, just this week one person who got out in the spring of 2020 and has not gotten back in because you remember the spring of 2020 that was, oh, was a thing called covid or that something was the COVID. it was the and end of the world the as we know was it. never going to come mm-hmm. back yeah and then there was somebody else the other the other side of it who's about 80 and uh, has been a good investor but he said i'm close to 80 and i don't i worry about something happens to me my wife doesn't deal with this i want somebody to take care of it that's now a i thought big, that's forward looking that's reason smart to get an advisor yeah Right, uh, it is. So I think that's smart. Eight five five nine three five talk. Remember, that's our number. And uh, sometimes you even call and leave questions like this one. Hello, this is uh, Jim. I'm amazed that they still uh, uh, have bond funds as recommendations. Aren't they been kind of a loser for the last uh, several years? And then you could take the Vanguard total bond that was down fifteen percent last year. Who needs uh, things like that? And the returns are almost nothing on them. Even uh, that bond grew bill, Gross said that they're not worth uh, the risk they do have. So that's uh, half my question. <laughs> we all want to pay attention to Bill Gross now. He's been so successful lately with his oh, career. Oh, Bill, 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 Bill. <laughs> yeah, okay. So bonds, bond, stocks, by the way, the last, just looked this up, in the last 41 months have basically doubled the returns of bonds. Mm-hmm. Which Pretty makes sense. Difference. That's yeah, it does make sense. They're supposed so, to. And did bonds have a bad year last year? Yeah. Are they about breaking even this year? Yeah. Have the yields gone? Let's see, up a lot this year? Yeah. Um, and this is part of the kind of moving from this very weird, basically interest rates going down since about 1981 till now till. A year ago, right? It's pretty strange. And it's we've got to put things in perspective. Bonds over the past 20 years, their worst year, the worst year for an intermediate, short to intermediate term bond portfolio like Vanguard BND uh, was 2022 with a 13% loss. The worst year in the last 20 years for the stock market was 2008 at over 50%. Note the difference. Note the difference. This is why we we have never, ever said, oh, if you buy bonds, you'll never lose money. No, that would be a bald-faced lie. Every security loses money. Bonds should be in in there for stability. And over the long haul, they have done that. Uh, Recently, no, not so much. And and what is the the current SEC yield on the Vanguard Total Bond Index? Right now, the total SEC Uh, yield, last 30-day yield. I should know this. 4.6%. No. Wow, there you go. Okay, so so they're not returning nothing anymore. Basically nothing. Yeah. Yeah. We've gone from zero, but this is because the bond portfolio has been turning over and new bonds have been coming in. You own bonds to reduce volatility, not to make money or to eliminate volatility. It is as as a volatility-reducing tool. But overall, you'll never find something that's going to make money all the time and never lose. Those things just don't exist. 855-935-TALK. Call anytime. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Now, of course, you can call us every Saturday, and we will try and help you with your financial questions at 855-935-TALK. You can also ask questions at TalkingRealMoney.com. But there's one other thing you can do at TalkingRealMoney.com, and that is actually spend some time with a 100% truly fiduciary fee-only advisor at our firm, Appella Wealth. 
Now, this does not mean you're going to get pushed into buying something. It is not one of those free consultations. It's actually free help, and you can get it by going to TalkingRealMoney.com and clicking on Meet an Advisor. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial product or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. As you keep the lawyers happy.